Today in Canadian History for March 7th, I'm Mark Affeld. On this day back in the year 1900, the Montreal Shamrocks won a Stanley Cup victory over the Halifax Crescents. In fact, it was the Shamrocks' second of three Stanley Cup victories for that season. How do you win more than one Stanley Cup a season, you ask? Well, prior to 1912, the Stanley Cup title could be challenged, almost like in boxing. I mean, there were more intricacies involving league crossover and who held the trophy at the end of the season, but that doesn't matter. Let me get back to the Shamrocks. You see, the Montreal Shamrocks were a primarily Irish Catholic team. And according to Dr. Matthew Barlow of John Abbott College in Santa Ana de Bellevue, Quebec, it was the Irish Catholics who introduced the French-Canadian population to the game of hockey. So Dr. Barlow... Uh, contrary to what I would have guessed, in the earliest days of professional hockey, the uh, French Canadians weren't the same caliber of player as, say, the Irish players that played for the Shamrocks? Um, less true by 1910, but 10 years earlier, certainly, because the way that hockey ends up in French, like the French Canadians pick up hockey, is actually due to the Irish. So the Irish are neither, neither nor Montreal in this era. They're not Anglos, they're not French, but... They speak the English language. They practice the Catholic religion. So they managed to pick up hockey from Anglos somewhere. I haven't quite figured out where. But they all go to classical colleges, like Jesuit colleges, with like pre-university colleges with French Canadians. Um, and there they, well, they bring hockey, and they teach hockey to the French Canadians. And they play together on these teams. And when, like I said, when the Shamrocks cup-winning generation retires, a lot of these French Canadians start to play for the Shamrocks. And, I mean, they were horrible. They're the worst team in hockey, and it's the same with the, the Nationale, which I think is the first French-Canadian hockey team, either that or Montagnard, I can't remember which. But, um, yeah, they were bad. They were very bad. But by 1910, you're starting to get French-Canadian players who are a little bit better. Was there always such an ethnic divide in Montreal hockey? I mean, the Shamrocks. Were they made up solely of Irish Catholic players? Well, the, the Shamrocks grow out of the Shamrocks lacrosse team. And they're like the, you know, first really successful commercialized sports team in Canada in the 1860s, 70s, and 80s. And they were an Irish Catholic-owned team. They fielded Irish Catholic players, at least till the 1880s. And the Shamrocks, there's this, um, like this is the era of amateur athletic associations. So there's the Shamrock Amateur Athletic Association who own the lacrosse team. And they decided to create a hockey team in 1893, I think it was. And they are all Irish Catholics, uh, with maybe one or two exceptions. But like all the Montreal Victorias, all the Montreal Amateur Athletic Association, they're all Anglo-Protestants. And it's, I mean, I, I actually, I have, I wrote an article a couple of years ago about the Shamrocks, which is why I know far too much about them. But the argument I make is that the players who played for the Shamrocks, like they were the best players, right? They could have played, they could have played for anybody, but they chose to play for an Irish club. And Montreal is always been a divided city, you know, not just French-English, like, you know, we're led to believe it is today. It's not even, like, even today, it's not French-English. It's much more complicated than that, but a hundred years ago, it was more, you got your Anglo-Protestants, you got your French-Catholics, and you got your Irish-Catholics in between them. So these lines are very clear. And it's not to say there's no, like, fraternization across these lines, but, but um, you know, these, these ethnic identities matter. Today is a day full of Canadian history. The University of Montreal and the University of Western Ontario were both incorporated on this day back in 1878. 
And also in this day, back in 1908, the University of British Columbia was founded. What a scholarly day. And speaking of scholarly days, as always, on this day we air this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher, and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash History. Once again, it's Canadian quiz time. And while we're on the topic of universities, can you tell me which university is the oldest in Canada? I'll give you a hint. Prime Ministers Louis Saint Laurent, Brian Mulroney, and Jean Chrétien are all alumnus. Well, the oldest university in Canada is Université Laval, located in Quebec.